Hey, Brown Beauties. Welcome to Well Honestly, the podcast sponsored by Brown Women Wellness. I'm Andretta, a functional nutrition wellness coach. And I'm Akila. We are your mother-daughter hosts bringing two different generations together weekly to educate you on all things related to health, nutrition, financial, and mental wellness during these changing times. Once we know what choices we have, we can do better because we know the struggle to stay healthy is real. We invite you to come as you are, but leave inspired to become your best healthy self. So let's get started. All right. Hello, everybody. Hey, Keela, how are you? I am good. How are you? I am fantastic. We have beautiful, beautiful weather. I think it's beautiful weather all across the country. Hopefully it'll be beautiful weather by the time this episode airs. (laughs) (laughs) If you call 100 degrees beautiful, I guess. Oh, is the heat heat getting to you down there? Yes, it's it's overly hot. It's overly hot. It doesn't even make sense why it's just this hot, but... So I think it all balances out in the, at the end of the day because I remember when we first started these podcasts, you used to talk about laugh at us up here in Chicago, you know, with our cold winters. But right now, we're pleasant. We're not we're overly pleasant. hot. Yes, we're pleasant. It'll, it's it'll, hot, it'll, it'll but it's tomorrow. not overly hot. <laughs> it'll snow in July, August tomorrow. It's fine. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into it. So what is today's episode all about? This is part two of the dynamics between mothers and daughters. Last time we discussed how stressful it could be to have that perfect relationship uh, with uh, how it's an oxymoron, actually, and how the teen years and how uh, the teen years with mothers and daughters and the closeness of the relationship between mothers and daughters. And today we're going to discuss more myths about that relationship. Does your daughter need you after she leave home? Are good moms sacrificing moms? And is your daughter a reflection of you? We will return after this message to start today's discussion. Brown Women Wellness mission is to empower brown women and their families through education and products to help improve their family health and wellness through a lifestyle of easy and actionable steps. I'm Andretta Robinson, functional nutrition wellness coach. In 2008, I was diagnosed with an early stage of cancer. My doctor wanted to remove my womb as a cure, but I was determined there had to be another way. After lots of research, I found a curable alternative, forcing my doctor to treat it without any surgery. And in 2018, I was visiting my aunt in Atlanta after having lost my mother to heart disease and saw her health was in distress with high blood pressure and all things related. A visit to the health food store to formulate herbal teas, which is now called Brown Women Wellness Anti-Inflammation Tea, and a diet and lifestyle change turned my aunt's health around. I knew I had found my calling. We bring you healthy lifestyle information through our Brown Women Wellness website our Brown Women Wellness Facebook group, emails, Instagram, and other social media websites, and our Well Honestly podcast. Find us. You'll be glad you did. All right, we're back. This is a good one. Yeah. So your daughter, do you think your daughter needs you after she leaves home? Keela, can you answer that one? You're going to always need your mother. Um, if you have a relationship with her, once you fly the coop, it, you're going to always, I just think that it's a different level of need and a different level of like uh, perspective. But yeah, I find myself ever since I've left uh, Chicago that my needs, my wants and 
my perspective has changed with our dynamic. Um, I always say this, and I don't think I've said it on a podcast, but just in, in real world, you know, uh, one of the lessons that I got from leaving was that, you know, it helped me to not necessarily be so, um, I used to always work. See, this is the thing. And we're going to talk about this for a second. It might be a slight pivot, but it'll all wrap back, right back around. You know, it's an interesting dynamic when you become older with your parents and you watch them become older and you just realize that time is timing. And before I left, I used to always, and I was always a worry warrior and always concerned about you. Just, that's just, just what it was. And I found myself, especially during the pandemic and all that, becoming overly concerned and overthinking. <laughs> and, and I still am your mother. Like, and that's a whole other topic. That's oh, a my God. Round. We're going to go into that later. Talk about Say how, that. How oh, your, my God. We're going to talk about that. How become the parent. Yes. And, and that's our last that, point. Listen, all y'all that know, y'all know what I mean. <laughs> it's just well, one of those things. I had to, I had to go away to trust and to relinquish whatever kind of control I thought I was doing over <laughs> mothering my own mother. <laughs> oh my God. If, if the audience only knew I could share so many stories, but here's what we got to do. Cause I, I don't want to get, cause we want to keep this episode short. We'll be here all day talking about that, but Maybe we'll make uh, a part three. Okay. Well, the most important thing is transitioning for me was when my daughter moved out was transitioning uh, and adjusting to her independence. That was the key for me. It was like a transition period because um, when they are living with you, you kind of have control. When they're not, they're independent. And the same thing kind of applies to, uh, I think we have a tendency, some of us, to maybe worry about our daughters, you know, when they move away. But um, daughters need us in a different way when they move away. And, 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 and can I just say... It's also interesting too. Now, the last six months of 2020 or the last, well, shoot, 2020 is a weird, a weird one, but I'll say this. I didn't live with you for a number of years. Correct. And then that was interesting in itself, but then I came back home before I left to go to Houston. And let me tell y'all, when you establish your independence away for years and, you know, you're living <laughs> your life and all that, you don't hear as much where you going? What time you going to be exactly. <laughs> You don't hear all of that. But the right. minute you might come back home, it's almost like you regress back to being absolutely a teenager. It's like, I'm absolutely. an adult. I just happen to be living here for a little minute. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't see that. You know that my dad used to say, my house, my rules. That's, <laughs> you know, that's what happens. why people but... don't come back home. <laughs> but also, uh, I would say this. We have a tendency to give more, you know, when daughters move away because we want to feel like we have value. <laughs> I want to tell you that, you know, as a mom, mom be like, okay, we, we got to get, let's show them that we still have some value. So we just give, give, give more. So that's one of the good side effects, I guess, that daughters have whenever they move out. Um, I want to reflect on another point. Most mothers relationship with their daughter is going to be similar to the relationship what they have with their own mom. Mm -hmm. um, my relationship with my mother is very similar to the relationship I have with my daughter. And so I can, I can say for most moms out there that have very good relationships with their mom, they'll have very good relationships with their daughter. 
that does not mean, of course, if you did not have a good relationship with your mom, you can't have a good relationship with your daughter. It all, it just means that you are aware. And fa- in fact, it probably, I'm, I, I'm speaking, and I, I can't speak for moms who don't or who, who did not have a good relationship with their mother. I can't speak for them because I had a good relationship with my mother. But um, I can imagine that if you did not have a good relationship with your mom, you will want to have a better relationship with your daughter. Right. That's what I would think, you know. It so. almost, it almost, if we do a perspective shift, because I know some people might be fearful, like maybe they don't have kids yet or they are just now a parent, or a new parent, and they may have a strained relationship with their mom. And it's just like, you know, there's a lot of doubt, a lot of fear, a lot of, I don't know. You know, and it's not to say that you may not have other influences, but it's something different when you have your own experience. Um, a perspective shift could be, you know, just because you do, you didn't have a close relationship or a strained relationship with your own parent doesn't mean that you're going to have the same with your your child. And I would I would almost say that maybe you might have a better perspective and understand and a better way to be a parent because of what you didn't have. Um, I know that with when it came to like you know uh, not having my father around for a moment there, I had the that you know uh, father issue situation. But once I healed and got over that. I started to reflect on what it is that I actually want and what it is that I don't want. And it changed my perspective. So as a, as a, a woman who is um, embarking on motherhood or is a mother and you don't have a good relationship with your mom, just think about what it is that you didn't have and turn that around for your situation. And you might be surprised at what you can pull out of your hat just because you didn't have, you know, a close relationship with your mom. Which brings us to another point. Um, sacrificial moms, (laughs) you know, there is a myth out there. They think that good moms are are sacrificing moms. Um, There's a cold, harsh world out there. You know, you want to be there for your daughter. But one of the things I had to learn was I couldn't sacrifice myself uh, because unless I know my own purpose and know my own self, because we want to give that we want to stay we want to give the power to our daughters but before we can give the power empower our daughters we have to be empowered within ourselves so uh some so I, there was a time when i thought you know we have to sacrifice everything but i have since learned that you can over sacrifice you know and you can, uh, which means then you're giving up part of yourself, which means you're not helping your daughter by doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was another point that I found um, uh, as a mom-daughter relationship, that whole thing about just, I got to give up everything, you know. I mean, there are some things you have to give up for sure, but you, you got to stay true to yourself. Another dynamic that we haven't talked about that we'll talk about probably in part three, because I'm sure there's there's much more that I mean, we're just scratching the surface. But I will say, you know, it's also interesting having an only child dynamic. True. Mother daughter relationship. I'm your only child. Yes. Um, And so that that is its own thing, because, you know, there's people out there that have, you know, middle children, you have an older sister, younger sister, baby, you know, all that. So this is a whole nother ball game too. Um, I think, I believe that one of the reasons why we were so close and are so close is because of the only child dynamic. Cause I can almost guarantee if I had another sibling, 
with you, it would probably be a completely different dynamic. Whether it's good or bad is irrelevant. It just would be a different dynamic. Well, I agree with that. I absolutely agree with that uh, because we, you are an only child. Uh, and, and right now, there are a lot of single moms out there with daughters who are only children. Yes, it's going to be a lot more of that nowadays than it was when I was coming up. You, yeah, I see it Only children were like an anomaly. And it was like, you would talk to people like, yeah, I'm an only child. And by the way, I'm not an only child technically, but I was raised pretty You're much You're the only, only child, child to me. <laughs> um, and, you know, it was almost like you were looked at like, oh my God, pity and all this other kind of stuff. Yeah. And I was just like, ain't nothing wrong. You know, now, only children definitely have their, their syndromes. I think uh, uh, it is true. However, um, I was an only child with a lot of people around me, cousins and friends and things it that took nature. a village. But I am an actual only child and I have my tendencies. So I think as a mother, you probably had to deal with, listen, when I was younger, it was very much so like, where's my other sibling? Or you got to play with me. Give me attention, 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 True. attention, attention. True. And it, it doesn't necessarily change. Like, I can get into my only child bag when I want to as a grown 34-year-old adult. <laughs> but um, it strengthened me. And I think that, you know, I wouldn't trade being close to you for anything. Like, it, it's, it's a blessing. Um, and we've had our ups and downs, but I would have rather went through those journeys and be where we are now than anything of the opposite. Well, thank you. So let's go on to our next point. Um, the daughter, our, your daughter being a reflection of you. Uh, I think our daughters are not a reflection of ourselves, of me, of you, but a reflection on you. I think there's a difference. Not a reflection of you, but a reflection on you. I had to come to that grip because you think about what your expectations are. So we have to see our daughters for themselves as individuals instead of them being the way we think they we want them to be. So that's that was a revelation, you know, as you grew up uh, as a between our dynamic is making sure that, hey, she's not a reflection of me. She's a reflection on herself, you know. So that was an interesting uh revelation for me that I had to go through that particular process. And when, when did that happen for you? <laughs> it happened. And I actually, it happened more. And I remember it was in your twenties. It was mostly in the twenties. Mm. The twenties were kind of rough for me. <laughs> anyway, let's talk I about role flipping quite a bit. Let's talk about role flipping. You touched on this earlier. Role flipping. Oh, that's, yeah, that's I'm your mom. This happens in later years when the daughters feel like they get very protective and sometimes overprotective of their moms, oh, especially. I'm, I'm, I'm her mother, y'all. Uh, so you hear that? You hear that? She really believes that. that. She really true. believes that too. Uh, and true. I have to correct her all the time that I am the mom. But this happens. I've seen other relationships where the mother. The daughter, take, especially if you have a sickly parent, I've seen daughters have to take over their mother's health. I've seen daughters that have had to take over their mother's finances. I've seen daughters that have had to take over their mother's lives. And the roles mm -hmm. do flip. I mean, seriously flip, not just... Yeah. You know, so not what we're not what I'm talking about. Not exactly, no, whatever. not at all. In not real all. life, that definitely has been a lot of people's cases. Yeah, the roles will flip, but um, it but it's interesting when they do because as a parent, 
what you do, what I did as a mother, you just give it to them. Sometimes you just give it to them. I, I'll give you case in points. They'll tell you how to dress. They, they'll tell you how to wear your hair. You know, they'll tell you all these things. Slow and down. Don't be just barging out here doing whatever you're it's, doing. It's amazing because uh, the very rules that we gave them, they started to giving yourself. to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, you know what? And it's a thing, too, because I know many people who are having to parent their their parent as they've gotten older and it just is what it is i saw you do it with my grandmother and it's it's just one of those things it, it um, happens no it's a reality that's why we're discussing it because yeah. it is a reality and the roles do flip and it's better to just embrace it instead of fighting it you know mm -hmm. sometimes you it just to that it's, realization <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, you're still going to do what you want to do, but <laughs> nevertheless, that's what you find out. All right. So I don't want to drag this out. I want to, I want to hear your thoughts. I would like to hear the audience to tell us what they think. Yeah. Let us know, uh, you know, how your mother daughter dynamics have shaped and affected you, but I'll leave you all. I would like to leave y'all with this, whatever it, it is, whatever it may be and not be, let it just be, let it be okay. And let it settle in your spirit that everything has its own timing, its own place and relationships evolve with it, whether it's with your parent, friends, whoever, but especially with your parents, it evolves and it changes. And the realities of life are always gonna be the realities of life. And just have that perspective and everything will work itself out how it's supposed to. And we wanna say we're not psychiatrists. <laughs> Oh, no, I can't get my psychologist or anything. any of those things. But we just thought we would bring this perspective to you because I have a feeling that there are a lot of mother-daughter relationships out there that want to hear this. I just yeah. felt like it was, there are people out there that need to hear this. Um, and we want you to know that we love all of you and we wish you well. We're going to sign off. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Well Honestly, the podcast. If you want to know more about us and our products, check us out over on our website at brownwomenwellness.com. And remember, ladies, we are not doctors and any information shared by us is not medical advice. Always follow your doctor's advice. And don't forget to rate and review our podcast and let us know what you loved about this week's episode. And please subscribe to wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Feel free to email us and let us know what you would like to hear more of from us. Don't be afraid to say hi. We'll say hi right back to you. Don't forget to find us across all social platforms at Brown Women Wellness. As always, show notes with the links to what we talked about today in this week's episode will be in the description box below. Thanks for listening.